with us today. And uh, good to see Brother Wayne and Sister Kirsten here in the house of God today. And uh, good to see them come back home to be with us this morning. And uh, so glad to have Sister Myers back in church with us today. Been missing her. Thank God for giving her a touch and help from heaven. And uh, the young couple here with Brother Kurt, glad that they're in the house of the Lord with us today. And uh, <clears throat> good to see Sister Edie's mother in church. Always good to have her come be with us. And uh, good to see Sister Duplessis' daughter here today. Good to see her able to be in church today. Been a little sick under the weather, having some problems. But we know a God that's bigger than all of our problems. Amen. And uh, God is a good God. And whatever you need from the Lord, God's got it. Whatever you're going through in life today, God is able to make a way where there seemeth to be no way. God's able to heal, He's able to deliver, and He's able to set free the captive. What we have got to do is believe Him and allow Him to do it. And uh, we are in the right place today, and uh, for the right reason, that's to come and to worship, to magnify and praise God. So thankful for those who helped me up, and uh, it was a terrible mess, and uh, a lot of the ladies worked very hard, and uh, some of the men appreciate your help, and uh, if you were not able to make it, uh, wished you could have, you missed out on a good blessing. If you didn't make it just because you didn't want to, it's still clean and you can use it too. I know we had 100% cooperation yesterday. We had some that did and the others was willing to let them. So everybody cooperated and we got the job done. And uh, thank you so very much for working. The gym looks very nice, I think so anyway. And the uh, kitchen looks very nice, I think so anyway. And uh, so... Uh, Lord has blessed us to be able to have something nice and we want to do our very best to keep it that way. And uh, so, Lord bless you for working. The young people done such a wonderful job Wednesday night. And uh, uh, leading service and uh, singing and, and worshiping and praying. And Brother James done a wonderful job preaching to us Wednesday night. And been a wonderful week with the young people. Um, <clears throat> Monday, we went to the lake. Tuesday, we had youth service and swimming out. Wednesday night, the young people took care of service. Thursday night, uh, we had eating out at our house, fried some fish, and the girls went swimming. The boys played basketball at the gym. Friday night, we had a youth rally. And uh, we've had a busy week this week. And uh, kind of tired, and and uh, but we do appreciate and love our young people, and I I am thankful that they have a desire, and uh, we need to do everything that we can to try to help them and encourage them in their endeavor to do something for God and mainly give their life to God. Amen. Show them the way to follow and and to live their life unto the Lord. And uh, so we're proud of all of our young people today. And I uh, want to pray for them. They'll be going back to school and uh, facing a lot of uh, battles, a lot of situations they'll be faced with that some of us was not faced with in life. 
and we want to pray for them every day that God would give them the strength, the help, and the encouragement to make it. And uh, don't be too hard on them, but be firm with them and uh, lead them in the direction that they need to go. And uh, so <clears throat> I, um, I felt uh, something on my heart today I'd like to share with you for a few moments this morning. And uh, so if you have your Bibles, if you want to stand, Joshua chapter 24. I uh, hate that Brother Duplass, he's not able to be with us today, but he is preaching for Brother Shields over in Stark, so pray for him that the Lord would give them a great service this morning. And Joshua chapter 24, verse number 15. Joshua 24, verse number 15. And if it seem evil unto you to serve the Lord, choose you this day whom you will serve. Whether the gods which are, which were, which your fathers served that were on the other side of the flood are the gods of the Amorites in whose land ye dwell. But as for me, Joshua was saying, making a statement, a clear and a certain sound, and he said, but as for me and my house, we will the Lord choose you this day whom you will serve and then he says whatever you want to do it doesn't make any difference it's not going to change my decision it's not going to change the course that I'm going to travel and it's not going uh, to affect what I do but as for me house we will serve the Lord. I want to preach to you from this subject this morning. As for me. As for me. And you may be seated. <clears throat> Choices is something that all of us are faced with today. No matter how old or how young, there will be choices that we have in our life. And uh, lots of times, if we're not very careful, we get a little mixed up, a little uh, twisted in what we put first in life. And the most important things in life are our uh, um, level of uh, authority or level of where we put things or what we decide is important and what's not important sometimes gets a little distorted and a little distracted from the meaning of life that God really has set before us. Brother James has already told us a little bit about what we are created for today. And uh, we are vessels to be used of God and to do something for God, to be what God would have us to do. I read a little story uh, I'd like to share with you, said a, a father wanted to give his daughter something to do while he was busy and uh, doing other things and had a picture on a sheet of paper and a picture of the world. And uh, so in order to give her something to do, he took it and he tore it into smaller pieces. And when he tore it up into smaller pieces, he told her, 
worked this like a puzzle and put this world back together. And uh, so the little girl agreed to do so and him thinking that this would take some time to do. And about five minutes later, uh, she comes and she shows her father the pieces that are put together perfectly again. He's quite amazed and can understand how that she got it put together and put together so quickly. And so he asked her, said, how did you do this so quickly? And she said, oh, on the back of this piece of paper was a picture of Jesus. And I figured if I could get him right, the world would just all come together. And uh, so I, I tell you today, if we would, in our worlds that are in chaos, and we are in a chaotic world, if we would get focused on Jesus and get Him right in our lives, our world would seem to come back together in perspective that God would have it to be. But lots of times we are trying to put our world together without looking at Jesus. And if you don't focus on Jesus, your world is going to always be a wreck and always be a mess that you can't put together. I have talked to people that that would come to church and I would say, you know, why don't you give your life to God and why don't you serve God and why don't you be something for God? Allow God to do it. And they say, well, I want to get some things straightened out first. Man, you've been trying to straighten it out for 30 years. You're not going to get it straight. What you need to learn how to do is to put it in the hand of God. And get Jesus right in your life and then everything else would seem to work out and come into order. Choices is something that is very important in life. Making the right choice. You are making choices that will affect you for the rest of your life. That is what's so dangerous about young people and, and uh, it is... Uh, <clears throat> very upsetting sometimes as we sit back and we watch choices that they make. And uh, we know that what they're doing is not going to affect just the moment. And being young sometimes you think that, well, I'll get over this and I will recover from this and this won't have any effect on the rest of my life. And they make choices that do affect them. Picking up drugs is a choice that people make that affect them the rest of their life. You might get deliverance of them, but you will feel the effects the rest of your life. Having uh, affairs is something that will affect you the rest of your life. The scripture says in Deuteronomy chapter 30 and verse number 15, it says, See, I have set before you before thee this day, life and good, and death and evil. Deuteronomy chapter 30 and verse number 19, it says, I call heaven and earth to record this day against you, that I have set before you life and death, blessings and cursings. Therefore choose life that both thou and thy seed may live. It is important that you choose the right 
direction to go. Not only for you, but it's also for your children's sake. And for all of those who follow you. That thou, both thou and thy seed may live. Proverbs chapter 11 and verse number 19. The scripture says, As righteousness tendeth to life, so he that pursueth evil pursueth it to his own death. Once you make the choice to get on the wrong road, it's hard to turn around. Amen. I have seen, seen people that prayed through the Holy Ghost and got an experience with God to live for God for a few years and then get cold and indifferent with God and backslide. And it is always difficult for them to get back to the original state that they were with with God. Because something, not only in spirit, but in mind, seems to change. There's a different attitude. There's, there's always a fear of failure. There's always a fear that is about them. And they would want to try, but I'm scared if I try, I may not succeed. So, it is, the Scripture says in Proverbs, written by the wise man who knew, he said that, that when you pursue evil, you tend to pursue it to your death. You keep reaching for it. You keep going after it until death. Proverbs chapter 14 and verse number 27, it says the fear of the Lord is the fountain of life. The fear of the Lord. We uh, come through a thing a few years ago, probably ten years or so ago, that it was a big thing that everybody had no fear all over everything. They had it on their vehicles, they had it on their clothes, they had it on their shoes. No fear! I don't know what, what the statement was trying to refer to of what they feared or didn't fear. All they said was, I don't fear. But everybody fears something. Some's afraid of the dark. Amen. Some's afraid of big people. Some's afraid of little people. Some's afraid of different areas in their life. But, but people fear, but they say they don't fear anything. I want to tell you something. Everybody in this house needs to get a fear of God. You say, oh, God's my friend. Yeah, but you have to fear Him, not, not being scared of Him, but in respect of God respecting God. The fear of the Lord is the fountain of life. Amen. To depart from the snares of death. Romans chapter 5 and 21, it says that as sin hath reigned unto death, even so might grace reign through righteousness unto eternal life by Jesus Christ. Our Lord. Romans chapter 6, verse 23 says, For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. The wages, that's what you're going to get in return of sin. You're going to get death. That's just like your wages, what you're going to get at the end of the week are the 
at the end of the two weeks or at the end of the month is your wages that is due you. Can I stand up here and say that all sin is not fun? No. Sin has pleasure. There is pleasure in sin, but the price, the wages of sin is death. But when you live for God, it is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. These scriptures that I have read in your hearing today is about choices. Making the right choice. It tells you what's going to happen if you make the wrong choice. And it tells you what's going to happen if you make the right choices. Living for God is a choice. It's a choice that everyone makes. To or not to. What you are doing in life today is choices that you have made. Choices that you have made that might have put you in the circumstances that you are in. Choices that you made to run up that credit card that makes you a miserable person because of debt. Choices that you made to sign that note on that new vehicle that you wished you never would have. But nobody held a gun to your head. It was a free choice that you made. I look in the Word of God and the Word of God is given for examples unto us. What is stories in the Word of God? They are, they, they, they're not just good reads and they're not just uh, interesting, but it is to lay out descriptions of what we are to do and not to do with our life. It's to tell us things that we should do. And it's to tell us things that we should not do. It's to tell us things that is going to happen if we do. And to tell us things that are not going to happen if we do not. We look at the story in the beginning. In, in Genesis it tells a story about Cain and Abel. The first two that was born into this world. The sons of Adam and Eve. And so they went out to do their own thing. And it came time to offer blessings and sacrifices unto God. We find that, that Abel brought a good sacrifice. Something that meant something to him. And he offered it to God and God accepted it. Cain brought something that was unacceptable unto God. And he offered that a sacrifice unto God. And God was displeased. Now God did not reject Cain because of his sacrifice God gave Cain a choice and he said Cain if thou doest well thou shalt prosper and if thou doest not well sin lieth at the door it was a choice that Cain made we find that Abel continued to offer that good thing to God we find that while God was speaking with Cain, that Cain, the Scripture said, walked out of the presence of God. It was a choice, and it was a bad choice. But he had an opportunity to repent. He had an opportunity to do something different, and chose not to. God is a merciful God. God is a gracious God and God gives people an opportunity to make their own choices. I'm not living for God because I'm forced to. 
I'm not here today because I felt compelled to. Because I was scared of what someone was going to do to me if I did not show up today. But I'm here today because of a choice that I made. Amen. I am what I am today because of choices that I made at 17 years of age. I choose to do what I'm doing. Amen. I didn't have two people say, oh, you're called into the ministry. You don't have a choice. Yeah, you've got a choice. You don't have to preach. I could leave here today and never preach again in my life. But I choose to do the will of God in my life. Because I don't want to be a miserable person. And I don't want to die lost. And I don't want to live this life with no meaning and no direction. I look at people today that is wandering in this world. And they seem like they have no direction. They don't know what tomorrow holds. And they don't know where they're headed tomorrow. They don't even know where they're going today. And they're just wandering around meaningless without hope and without direction. Amen. Without any guidance in their life. But I have chosen a different direction in my life. Amen. I have chosen to live for God. I've chosen to give my life to God. Amen. I made a choice to stand up and be different from this world. Amen. Cain made a choice which was the wrong choice. He went out of the presence of the Lord. He slew his brother Abel. He shed innocent blood. And then he wandered as a vagabond across the countryside, never fitting in. And those who followed in his stead seemed to have difficulty and problems because of a choice that he made. Amen. But as for me, as for me, amen. I want to talk to you a little bit about Joshua and Caleb today. We find in the book of Numbers, our, our, uh, it, we find that, that Moses sent 12 spies to go spy out the land that the Lord had already promised to the children of Israel. And so they, they travel into this country. They search it out and they look around at what's going on and what's taking place. They find that it's just like God told them, but God didn't tell them about the giants. So naturally what they begin to focus on was their adversary and not on the blessings. How many has ever been blessed in this house today? How many has ever fought the devil? If we are not very careful, we will focus more on the adversary than we will the blessing. But when you are faced with difficulty in your life, you must remember the blessings that has already happened in your life. When you are faced with distractions in your life, you must remember that God has already brought you to this point in life. And God didn't bring you this far to leave you. And God didn't bring you here to throw you away. But God said, if you'll stay with me, if you'll keep your hand in my hand, I'm not able, I'm not only able to help you, but I am able to deliver you from the adversary. 
adversary and the afflictions of the devil. Amen. So we find that 11 come back and they begin to report before Joshua and Caleb could even get out their report. They begin to say, man, it's just like God told us. Man, it is a goodly land. It is a wonderful land. It is flowing with milk and honey. It's just like God promised us it would be. And so they begin to tell about it and they brought back the fruit of the land. Now, they brought back a cluster of grapes that one man could not tote. Now, I believe if I did that, I'd just believe that God was about able to do anything. And so they brought it back and they said, man, look at all of this. But they said, you know, we hate to give you this bad report, but there's giants over there. We've seen the sons of Anak, and we look like grasshoppers in their sight. Now, I've seen some big people, but I never considered myself a grasshopper in their sight. And so this is a way that the devil will magnify the enemy in our sight. And so they begin to say, you know, we're just not able to take the land. We're not able to, to do what God has said that we can do. We're not able to conquer this land. It's good just like God said it. But God made one mistake when He was telling us about it. And so we can't, we believe it just like God said it, but the part of we can take it. We just don't believe that we can. Joshua and Caleb begin to try to calm the people and tell them that we are well able to take the land. Joshua and Caleb came and they tried to steal the people with Moses and Aaron as a congregation of the children of Israel began to get upset and they said, and they spake unto the company of the children of Israel saying, the land which we pass through to search it is exceeding good land. If the Lord delight in us, then we will bring it into this land. He will bring us into this land and give it us a land which floweth with milk and honey. Rebel not against the Lord. This is choices that we make. The scripture said that they looked and they said, these people are as bread in our sight. Amen. You had ten saying we can't do it. You had two men standing up against the odds and saying they're like bread in our sight. We can just throw them one side to the other. God is able, God is well able to bring us and give us deliverance. And then you had ten sitting over to the side. We can't do it. We can't do it. We can't do it. We can't do it. And Joshua and Caleb said, Only rebel not against the Lord. Neither fear ye the people of the land, for they are bread for us. In other words, we can go in there and eat them up. They are bread for us. We will feast off of their demise. We will feast off of what they are. They're just bread to us. But 
the congregation made stones and began to attempt to stone Joshua and Caleb and Moses and Aaron saying you have brought us to this place to die in the wilderness and to leave us here we're not able to take the land that God has promised. We find that the Lord, their curse from God was to wander in the wilderness for 40 years until all of these people that rose up against Moses and Aaron died in the wilderness. But the Scripture said, they're all going to die but my servant Caleb because he had another spirit within him. There was something different. And he had followed me fully. Him will I bring unto the land whither and to he went, and his seed shall prosper. Amen. Because he had something on the inside of him that said, I don't care what you do. And I don't care what you say. And I don't care what choices that you make in life. As for me, my God is not only able, but He is well able to deliver the land into my hand. Amen. I come to preach to somebody today. Brother may not go, but I'm still going to journey on. Mama may not go, but my choice is as for me. I'm going to serve the Lord. Amen. Everybody don't want this holiness way. And everybody don't want this apostolic doctrine. But as for me, I'm still going to live for God. And I'm still going to make heaven my home. And I'm still going to be what God wants me to be. I come to tell somebody today, it's time that you make a choice and stand up with the righteous and say, I don't care what everybody else does. I've got a made up mind. And as for me. Hallelujah. 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 I would like to be able to say today that everybody in this congregation would get on board and do exactly what the preacher preaches and do exactly what God would have us to do. But I'm here to tell you today, we're not living in a perfect world and we don't have a perfect church and we're not dealing with perfect people. We are dealing with an imperfect world and an imperfect church and an imperfect people serving a perfect God. Amen. There's going to be people that don't want to live right. Listen at me, young people. There's going to be people in the youth group that don't want to do right. Amen. But you've got to say, as for me, I'm going to do the will of God. Listen at me, young people. There's going to be people that surrounding you that will do things that are wrong. But you've got to make up in your mind. You've got to have another spirit inside of you that something is compelling me. Something is driving me. I've got a made up mind. And I'm here to tell somebody today, as for me, I'm going to serve the Lord. 
Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. The Apostle Paul writes to the church at Corinth and he says there's some bad things going on in our midst. He said you're gathering together and you're having foot washing and communion and it's become just a time to fellowship and people are getting drunk and they're acting out of the way. He said, I, I tell you, don't do these things. He said, it's so bad that I've heard that one of you has your mother's wife or your, your husband's or your dad's wife. He said, there's some bad things going on. Amen. But I want to tell you in the midst of discouragement, in the midst of trouble, in the midst of heartache, in the midst of distress, I don't care. Joshua and Caleb said, let the other ten do what they want to. But I've got another spirit on the inside of me and something is telling me I'm well able and I'm well capable and I'm going to make it. God's going to give it to me. I can live for God. I can be what God wants me to be. I can do a work for God. Hallelujah. 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 Praise God. Joshua said, after Joshua's time was coming to an end of leading the children of Israel, he says, now when he got them all together, he says, if it seem evil unto you to serve the Lord, choose you this day whom you will serve. Amen. The reason why people have such difficulty in living for God is because they've not made a clear choice. It's always I'm on the edge and I'm walking the tightrope and I really don't know where I fit in and I don't know what side of things that I'm on. And I don't know where I'm going to fall when I fall. Amen. People say, oh man, you will fall. You'll make mistakes. But when you fall, you fall into the hand of God. And God's there to pick you back up and set you in again in the place that God wants you to be. Amen. Don't worry about falling. Amen. Just make sure you just throw your hands up and say, God, I'm going to fall into your arms. As for me, Joshua said, you do what you want to. You go where you want to go. You say what you want to say. You act like you want to act. But as for me, I've got a made up mind and you're not going to turn me around and you're not going to distract me because as for me, I will serve the Lord. Choose you this day. Joshua well knew that all service that was not free and voluntary could be deceit and hypocritical. And God loveth a cheerful giver. He therefore calls upon the people to make their choice for God himself would not force them are they but you must serve him 
with all your heart and serve him with all your soul and serve him with all your might for himself amen you have got to make the choice Joshua said I can't make you any further I, I can only go with you so far but when I am dead and gone and I'm no longer here to give the sound it's going to be because you have made a choice amen it doesn't matter somebody don't have to watch you 24 hours a day because you made the right choice amen somebody don't have to pump you up every day because you made the right choice amen I don't care what's going on around me amen I've seen those around me fall I've had preacher friends that fell amen I've had friends in the church that quit walking with God I've had people that I had confidence in that has let me down and was I discouraged when I was upset yes I've been very upset I've been very concerned I've prayed a many prayer for those who have thrown in the towel but I want to tell you what kept me going is a choice that I made and I said as for me I'm not living for God because of you although I want you to go with me I'm not living for God for God because my mother and daddy live for God although I'm glad that they did and they went on to receive their reward amen but I'm here to tell you if brother Allen don't go I'm still going if brother Buck don't go I'm still going if brother Doug don't go I'm still going amen if sister so and so don't go I'm still going if sister Jody Looper don't go I'm still going if brother James don't go I'm still going amen if you don't want to go you do what you want to but my desire is as for me I will serve the Lord as for me I will journey on Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I've looked at people come into the house of God and they are intimidated by peer pressure. Oh, I got a praise on my heart, but man, ain't nobody shouting. I got a praise on my mouth, but nobody's hollering. I've got a praise in my feet, but nobody's doing anything. Amen. The other ten is saying we can't do it. You better be quiet. No power, no joy, no happiness. But when I come into the house of God, I've made a choice that no matter if anybody else wants to shout. No matter if anybody else wants to live for God. No matter if anybody else wants to leap for joy. Amen. Don't be distracted about what's going on around you. Amen. But be attracted to the main attraction which is Jesus Christ. The Apostle Paul said, Henceforth there is laid up for me a crown of righteousness which Jesus Christ the righteous judge shall 
And I'm going to keep on walking with my Savior when I come into the house of God. And it's Sunday night and nobody's doing anything. And the devil says you can't shout because you're not perfect. The devil says you can't lift your hands because you're not perfect. All right. When you get everything perfect, then you can worship God. You think David was perfect? Come on. Somewhere or another he got adultery in his heart. But he said, you think I shouted today? You ain't seen nothing yet. You think what I did today embarrassed you? You haven't seen anything yet. I made a choice. Saul said this is not the way that I'm going to go. But I made a choice. Amen. I made a decision in my life. And I said as for me when I come into the kingdom that God has placed me in I'm not going to forget who I used to be. And I'm not going to forget who God is. Amen. It doesn't matter if anybody wants to shout. I still got to praise. Amen. I got to praise in my heart for a mighty God. As for me, I will worship the Lord. Hallelujah. 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 Amen. The devil likes nothing better than us to come to the house of God and be passive about our God. Come on. Be kind of relaxed about our God. Just church. Just church. Uh Just come in, sit down, enjoy a good song, enjoy a good sermon, have a good time, and then leave the same way that you came in. Amen. We are living in the end time. And we need to come to church with a fire built in our spirit. That's something that is driving us. I can't make it through this week if I don't touch God. Come on. I can't make it through this week if I don't feel something from God. Amen. I look at people that have been sick and not able to get to the house of God. And they've told me if I can just get to church. All right. Woo! Amen. Solomon, when he was praying the dedication prayer over the temple he said now God if your people are in a strange country because they have been taken captive and are not able to get to this house when they look in the direction of this house oh God do something in their spirit God hear their prayer I want to tell you we are in the house of God today some of you have been fighting the devil all week it's time for deliverance church. It's time for an outpouring of God's Spirit. As for me, I've made up my mind. I'm going to touch Him. I've made up my mind. I'm going to receive something from God. As for me, I will not be defeated. 
as for me, I will not quit. I will not flag. And I will not fail. Victory! Somebody ought to get a blessing right now. Somebody ought to get a miracle right now. Somebody ought to get deliverance right now. The Holy Ghost is in the house. Woo! Hallelujah. 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 Jesus. 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 Amen. Joshua said, do what you want to. Do what you will. But as for me, I've made a choice. And the choice that I've made said, I will serve God. And I will worship God. I may not be perfect all the time. I may stumble and I may fail. But when I fall, I shall arise. Amen. When I stumble, I shall get back up. When I have a problem, God is going to bring me through the problem. When I have trouble, God has already made a way where there seemeth to be no way. As for me, I'm going to worship God. As for me, I'm going to get a touch from God. As for me, I'm going to have victory and live a victorious life. Somebody reach out to God right now. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost. Some of you, the devil has given you every excuse in the world of why you can't. Some of you have heard every excuse in the book of why not, how come, and what for. Because somebody else is doing wrong. As for me, I'm going to do right. Because somebody else don't want to do what's right. As for me, I'm going to journey on. As for me, I'm going to stay faithful to God. Amen. It doesn't matter who's doing wrong. What matters is what God wants me to do. And what God wants me to be. As for me. Hallelujah. Somebody ought to shout today. Somebody ought to give God some praise today. Somebody ought to magnify God today. Somebody ought to rejoice in the Holy Ghost. A drink from the bitter cup. The devil comes around showing me an easier way. I stand right square on my feet. I pull my hands in the air. Oh, 
Thank you.